our anniversary is February 12th. And uh, so he comes back with the best he can do is be here January 11th on a Thursday night, some random thing. So we're doing our special guest for our anniversary a month early on a Thursday night. We are going to have a wonderful anniversary service. We're going to have a fun night that night. But uh, So Mike Bickle will be here January 11th right here. Maybe come early. I don't know. Somebody's like, well, do we need to get an overflow? Look, we're just going to do what we do. We're going to pay as many chairs as we can and see what happens. And uh, maybe, you know, maybe it'll be a Thursday night and, well, no, I think a lot of people will come. So just come early and we'll pack it out and we'll sit on the floor. All the floor dwellers don't have to worry about getting a seat. You guys just live where you live, okay? It'll be at 7 o'clock. We'll send emails and we'll have something on the website. So Mark that now. Okay, good. Luke 2. Let's uh, look at verse 36. Now there was one Anna, and she was a prophetess. She was the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. And she was of a great age, and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years, who did not depart from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord, and spoke of him, of Jesus that is, to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Anna is one of our heroes in the house of prayer. We are continually challenged by her example. I, I think every, I read this verse every week, and I think every week when I read it, my heart, it, it gains courage, and I'm challenged, and I'm touched. She spent 60 years, when you do the math, 60 years in night and day prayer uh, before the Lord, burning and shining in the place of intercession and worship. And she did it without the baptism of the Holy Spirit as we know it today. Now, she was a prophetess, and she had the, the power and the full manifestation of the Spirit upon. And uh, she was an intercessor, and she was an evangelist. She had an evangelistic anointing, and she went and told everybody about Jesus uh, once she saw him. But this little lady gave herself to night and day prayer in, a, in an Old Testament context. In other words, she wasn't yet born again because Jesus hadn't come, hadn't been risen from the dead. So she couldn't be. So can you imagine, in an Old Testament context, this little woman gives herself to the... I mean, to the call of God in intercession and operating in a prophetic spirit, she, she, undoubtedly she knew that she was praying for the release of God to the planet, that God was coming. And she was praying for that, that coming of the King. And so today, in our day, we believe the Lord is anointing similarly many with the same uh, grace and the same anointing that was upon Anna. And uh, he's raising up little places like this, little houses of prayer, and places where the Annas can come. And God is validating the Annas right now in this season. He's validating the Josephs in the body. And he's validating the intercessors, the Annas. The Josephs being the business people. For years, oh, I'm about to preach. Okay, so Anna. <laughs> Help, Lord. I'm not getting that. Do, you, do we need to get you a chair? We can get you one. Okay. It's just, you're just joking. Almost. Okay. So... Anna's our hero. We love Anna. Here's the deal. God's putting the same grace that was upon Anna upon many, just like Ashley and her husband Christian, in this day, unto this, and we're convinced of this, unto the revelation of the Lord Jesus to the planet the second time. There's a prayer movement that's bubbling up all over the globe. And this is the reality in our day and our hour. So I want to invite Ashley to come up and just share 
heard a little testimony about what God was doing in you guys' life before you came to IHOP, what he did to get you here, what God's done in your heart since you've been here. Ashley and Christian just finished leading this last six months of the One Thing internship. And the next six months, they're going to lead their own little internship at home. <laughs> One little intern. But uh, tell us, just tell us your, a little bit of your path and a little of your testimony. Well, um, Kristen and I, we both, we didn't grow up together, but we both grew up in, in ministry and in the church and through prayer. And we did our own internships, not not at IHOP, but through another ministry. Hardcore discipleship programs, yeah. Master's Commission, that's where we met and fell in love. And so um, we actually were doing that uh, before the House of Prayer and you know, growing up in ministry, like you love the Lord and your zeal for the Lord keeps you going. But then after a while, it's kind of like you get burnt out and you're like, I love you, Jesus. I just need you. I don't No more ministry. Like, you know, there's someone who always needs something and there's something always to be done. But, you know, really, Jesus, I just, I just want to be with you. Like, that's why I even signed up for this thing. But now we're at a place of just tired and you know, just need rest, and and then you get better, you know, at, at people, and you know, maybe ministry, not better, but just like I don't want to hear any more problems. Like I need Jesus. Let me be for a minute. So, um, I know I'm speaking on behalf of myself. My husband's a lot more gracious than I am. So, um, no, we well, all... this is the tell it like it is session. <laughs> okay. She is Mrs. Tell it like it is. Well, let me tell you like it is. <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, so I actually, uh, we finished our discipleship program. My um, husband, who is not my husband at the time, went on to finish two more years. And I went back to work, and I finished up college. And um, that was a long road, finishing up college. And uh, just worked and got some finances straight because we knew we were coming to the house of prayer that that we were called here. And actually, we were engaged well, but pre-engagement, we were like, you know, we're going to come to the house of prayer. And I was like, well, yeah, I want to do this and this and this and the house of prayer. <laughs> My husband, he's so great. He was like, um, no, I, I feel like we're supposed to be there like full time. Like that's, that's where we're going to work. That's where we're going to like, that's going to be our job. And that's how we're going to get paid. And I'm like, but they don't pay. Like <laughs> Jesus pays. We pay with eternal rewards. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Eternal rewards. We're setting you up for the age to come. You may not like that now, but you're going to like it. Right. So um, that's what we were doing beforehand. Um, Christian went ahead and finished up ministry and then, or his discipleship program, and we came here full time. So tell us, you know, what God's done in you since, you know, you've been here and there's just a little bit of the path, you know, how God's moved in your heart and, and since you've been on staff here. Okay. It's been about 18 months. 18 months. Um, some days it feels like that's been just yesterday and some days it feels like we've been here forever, but we, um, I think it's been a real blessing for us, especially, um, since we are newlyweds and then we got pregnant like a month after we were married. So I got like the wife role and the mom role, like all rolled up into one and the house of prayer thing. So, um, we were really gracious. We wanted to slow down because, we're getting married and having no idea that we're going to have a baby. But, you know, for us, it's been really good because, you know, you start life and you start this pace and then it just keeps getting faster and faster and faster. And um, we've been really gracious to be here and to slow down and to sit before the Lord and slow our life down and slow 
social social stuff down and job stuff down and really trust the Lord and be like, this is what we want to do, Jesus. Like, we don't want to do ministry without knowing you. We want to be here before you and we really want to know who you are, God. And, and God, really, you do speak to people. Like, if you do, I really want to know your heart. We We have to know, like what you say about us and what you say about me and what you say about this, our nation. And, and you, know, you know, we're realizing that if anything, what keeps me sustained in the place of prayer is that Jesus really, he really yearns for friends. Like, he, we say that all the time. Jesus wants friends. Jesus wants friends. But, like, he really does. Like, who who's going to sit with him and who's going to cry with him? And he has all these emotions that we're so even unaware of you know if you think of the one person that you pray for and you would give your life for them to know Jesus I mean just the one you know the one mom or the one child or the one friend and you're like you can think about it and start praying for hours and tears I mean Jesus feels that for every soul upon the earth that does not know him or the one baby we know that's going to be aborted he feels that for every baby all the time and he's this well of emotions constantly Moving and we can't we can't even bear to stand his emotions. If he released them all at once upon us, we, I mean we couldn't even stand. We couldn't even drink the cup if he tried to give it to us. We couldn't we couldn't do it. But but he wants friends. Who I get out of breath when I talk when I'm pregnant. So bear with me. This baby girl leaning on the on the diaphragm right there. Oh, I feel like I just ran a marathon. So, anyways, we we just want to be friends with you. You're really cool. You're a cool mom. (laughs) I'm really not. (laughs) Really not. No, really. How many moms dress a little army green, little cute little hat? I mean, nice outfit. My husband helps me. (laughs) He does. I come out sweatpants. I'm like, can I wear these to IHOP? And he's like, honey, let's go find you a hat, some shoes. (laughs) Thanks, honey. Thanks. But uh, we really just, we want to slow our lives down. And, you know, if we're here forever, we're here forever. And this is a place of hidden, hiddenness. And, you know, I just, we want to be known for real in the courts of heaven and with Jesus. And we want to sit in the place of prayer. We know we're called to prayer. And we want to move things. We don't want to do. We want to move things in the place of prayer. So, so um, we, we've really been enjoying being here and being blessed. It's hard. It's a hard calling. But... But there's no greater joy. We know at the end of our lives, we know, like, we stand before God and, like, what did you do? What did you I mean, my college diploma, like, <laughs> my job, you know, I'm not, those are good things. I'm not, you know, down in education. But what is he going to, you know, what, what do I have to give him? Like, oh, those, like, days that I cried in the prayer room and no one saw me and I felt worthless. And, you know, I listened to your heart, Jesus, and you told me you loved me. I didn't even say I love you back, but I was with you, you know, so that's all we have to give him. So we know, we know that God has us here. We're blessed. We're blessed to be here. What would you say to the person that's maybe toying with the idea of spending a season, maybe doing an internship or spending a season uh, in the house of prayer, serving the Lord in night and day prayer? I think there's no um, greater place than to really waste your life on Jesus, the one that we love. I mean, we waste our life on so much. We waste our time and our energy and our money 
and to come, you know, when we start saying, oh, we're going to waste our life on Jesus, people are like, get a life, you know, but we waste our life on all these things, and, you know, to give such a short season of your life, if you have 70 years, and you give six months to a place of prayer, I mean, in perspective, that's nothing, and also, I want to say, like, with finances, um, you know, I, I think that's, that's the number one reason that that keeps people out of the place of prayer doing something like this. Well, I got finances. I have bills. and I mean, Jesus takes care of you. And we're newlyweds. Like we don't, you know, we don't live in a mansion or anything, but we have bills, and we're going to have a baby, and, you know, we have all these things, and God pays for them. And I don't know how, you know, if we try to put our budget on paper, like, it doesn't work out. Like, we're still, like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars in the hole, but, like, it comes, you know what I mean? He is faithful every week, like, we are taken care of, and I'm like, it's kind of like Christmas, honey, like, every week we're like, we got more money, or we got this, or someone bought this, or paid for this, and, you know, we don't feel, um, you know, bad, because God's like, I've called you to this, I'm going to take care of you, and so... I think finances, I mean, God will take care of you, and and to wait for it to line up till you come, or to wait for it to line up to do something like this, or like, man, when I get money, or when I save this, or pay this debt off, like, then I'm going to come, and it will never, there's always stuff to pay for, you know, there's always, there's always stuff, but God has been, I think for us, truly faithful with finances, we got married, and we were just blessed, we just feel, we feel really blessed. So I just want to encourage you in that. That's awesome. I mean, just last week, you were telling me just last week that you guys had a bill. And I'm going to say the amount is $250. It wasn't a bill. We got $250 taken away from us. Okay, so okay, you had lost $250. Yes. Which $250, for, you know, for living a, 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 life, a fasted lifestyle and living lean like this, $250 might as well be 1000 bucks or a couple thousand. I mean, 5000 yeah. It's a big, big chunk. So they, they lost $250 and... Uh, and uh, not by their own doing, but it was taken away. And uh, just randomly, uh, somebody walks up to him in the back of the prayer room and gives him a good old Pentecostal handshake. You know what that is? That's got money tucked in there. We Two, like those. <laughs> 250 bucks. Bam. And the, but it's, it's over and over and over. I mean, Over and over. And we've been here a year and a half. I mean, it's over and over and over and over. And God is, he's faithful. I mean, we we all live a fasted lifestyle. I'm not saying that just because you're in the house of prayer, you're not going to desire or be in need of finances. But God, takes, he takes care of us. That's awesome. Ashley, you're awesome. Thank you, hon. I feel like I just ran a marathon after listening to you. So uh, we just want to take a moment and just pray for anybody. Maybe um, you're just feeling... Uh, a pull in your heart. You don't know when, you don't know where, you don't know how, um, but you just feel perhaps a pull in your heart that God may be calling you to a season of uh, serving Him in night and day prayer, um, like Ashley and Christian did. They've been here 18 months, or maybe it's a shorter season, or maybe it's something you feel like God's been trying to set you up to do for a longer season of your life. We just want to pray for you for a moment. Just ask the Lord to release provision, release the grace that was upon Anna. So if you feel your heart uh, move towards this, uh, if you feel like perhaps God is speaking to you and you don't know how it's all going to work out, but maybe he's touching you, uh, we want to pray for you. So if that's you, we just invite you to stand. We'd like to pray for you now. Good. Wonderful. Excellent. Good. Anyone else? about this? 
I just uh, since you gave that good testimony, what about this? What if you've already stood, or what if uh, you're you're in that place where you're like she said, sort of waiting on God to work out the finances? I just want to invite you to stand too, and want to ask God to release economic provision. Good. All right. Good. Let's just let's just reach our hands. Oh, people still standing. <laughs> Might as well get up now while the getting's good. Anyone else? There you go. God's good. Can you imagine if the Lord right now just sovereignly put each of these people on the wall? How much more incense rising from maybe this city or another? Filling up the... I just, you know, I love, I love this reality. When you pray, when you pray, what you say takes on an eternal value. The words you speak have an eternal value. And here's how. They go into the throne room and your voice echoes around the corridors of the throne room forever. How powerful of a ministry is that? That what comes out of your lips echoes in the ears of God forever. Anyone else? Just one more second. Okay, let's stretch our hands towards these. Thank you, Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking... Would you touch? Would you release economics? Would you open the path? Would you open the door? Open the door, Lord. Release finance, provision. I pray, God, that these that you have called and talked to about sitting on the wall in night and day prayer, that you would release financial blessing unto them. That, God, I pray that courage would come on them, that, that, that faith would arise in their heart. That where you lead, you meet the need. God, I'm asking in Jesus' name, release courage in Jesus' name. Lord, release the grace that was upon Anna to fast and pray. God, even, even those that are standing now, Lord, even as you would perhaps call some to an internship, Lord, I pray, give them courage to step in. Give them courage in this time. Lord, I thank you for releasing it, opening the door, giving clarity of direction, provision and finance, grace and supplication. God, we ask you, set these on the wall. Set these as intercessors on the wall in our day, in our time, God. Make the pathway clear. We believe you for it, Jesus. We believe you for it, Jesus. We give you thanks. Thank you. Lord, release angels to bring provision. Angels to bring provision. I give you thanks. Wow. In Jesus' name, we believe you, Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Uh, there at the end of the service, we'll have a, a, an information meeting uh, in the room to my right with the double doors. We'll have an information meeting for anybody who has any questions about IHOP, our internships. For those of you that stood, um, I want to invite you to come to that. Uh, if you've never been to an information meeting, get, if you have any questions about anything, the Anna anointing, any of that, uh, I want to invite you to come to that. That'll be, we'll give you a two-minute warning right before that starts, right there at the end of the service. Okay, turn over with me to John 15. And I just, the witness of the Spirit is on that, beloved. 
As you stood, I just sense the witness of the Spirit of God on that. He's going to set you. Just say, say, continue to say yes in your heart. He's going to set you. As you're saying yes, I tell you, He is going to set you. The zeal of the Lord will perform it. He's zealous over this. Okay, let's just pray again. Lord, we love you. We come before you to hear. God, I pray you give us eyes to see, ears to hear. The Spirit of the Lord is saying, Holy Spirit, be the teacher. Release wisdom and revelation even in our midst. Fill the atmosphere with it. God, I pray you'd witness to us your zeal for the house of prayer, your zeal for weak intercessors. God, witness by your Spirit even in this moment. God, I pray for miracles to be released even to those that stood, God. And even now, Lord, as we look into the Word, I'm asking, would you open our hearts? Would you let revelation come? Would you release downloads from heaven? Mind if we just wait on the Lord for a moment? Just wait on the Lord for a moment. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Release the rhythm of Jesus' heart to us. Give us the opinion of God. Let us know the mind of the Lord. Testify to our hearts. Testify. Testify. I'm just going to wait for a moment. There's downloads coming right now for many right here. God's just going to begin to speak, so maybe you just need to start writing. Come, Holy Spirit. set watchmen on the wall. Confirm your zeal, Abba. Abba. The burning in you. Your zeal for Zion. That many would stand upon the wall and not hold their peace until you come and you make Zion a praise in the earth. Come, come. Come, come, grant us tears to weep with your son, Abba. Give us rejoicing in in the mantle of praise that we might dance with him. Open, 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 open. 
Jesus. I don't want to run ahead of you, Lord. believe like even right now I just <clears throat> believe that there's contact happening in some of you the Lord just opening revelation to you there's uh, some sort of divine input divine download being released just sovereignly not something you can turn on just sovereignly there's a supernatural attentiveness in this room right now I'm going to give you Ezekiel 8. In the sixth month, on the fifth day, I sat in my house with the elders of Judah sitting before me. The hand of the Lord God fell upon me there. Then I looked... And there was a likeness, like the appearance of fire, from the appearance of his waist and downward fire, and from his waist and upward, like the appearance of brightness, like the color of amber. He stretched out the form of a hand and took me by a lock of my hair, and the Spirit lifted me up between earth and heaven and brought me in visions of God. Lord, in the name of Jesus... Let your hand rest on your people. Let the hand of the Lord rest on your people. That you would lift them up by the Spirit and bring them into visions of God. Ezekiel 8, verse 3 to you. Let it go through you in Jesus' name. Father, I'm asking, release this gifting that you would as you did with Ezekiel God you would do with many in this hour the it shall come to pass visions and dreams on a young and old generation God on male and female ha Ezekiel 8 let it come God stretch forth your hand in power and draw many up draw us up See, that's witnessing to several of you right now. Ezekiel 8, that's for you. You sense the Lord resting on you, and that is a verse for you. He's testifying to your heart. He's going to lift you up. He's going to lift you up. He's going to take you up. God, I pray you would get grant Ezekiel 8.3. Grant it. I'm asking, Abba. Grant Revelation 4. Behold a door standing open in heaven. 
the first voice I heard was like a trumpet saying, come up here and I will show you things which must come to pass. God, release it. Abba, that your people wouldn't be blind as you did for Paul, as you did it for Ezekiel, as you did it for John, as you did it for Daniel, as you did it for Isaiah, as you did it for Moses, as you did it for Peter, God, as he saw the Mount of Transfiguration. God, would you do it for many, even in this room? Draw near, Lord. Draw near. Stretch out your hand. Lift us up, God, between earth and heaven. Bring us into visions of God. Just going to wait just for another moment. I know it's a little awkward. Let's just hang in for just a minute. There are several of you who've made this sort of a prayer. Uh, a strong, it's been a strong prayer for you. Asking the Lord for a revelation for encounter. And let this tonight be a testimony to your heart that God is not playing a game with you. You're not um, outside of your mind. You're not asking something that's too hard or beyond what God is willing to do. But let it be a testimony to you let it be a witness to your heart that the Lord is not tantalizing you with something he doesn't intend to fulfill. But even let this moment, let Ezekiel 8, 3, Revelation 4, 1, let it be a testimony to your heart that as you've asked, God hears and the desire in your heart is authored of heaven. And he wants to testify to you and give your heart courage. He wants to give your heart courage that you wouldn't faint. But he intends to fulfill that which you've prayed for. That is real, beloved. There's many this is testifying to their heart right now. The days ahead are going to have such a dramatic increase of the, the uh, revelatory realm and prophetic encounter. And he wants to witness to you that truth. trembling of the Lord that you sense within you let it be a witness to your heart
even as your spirit is quaking within you, even as there's a trembling running within you, let it witness to your heart that this truth is, it is yours. I'd like to pray for you if you're feeling a trembling in your, in your, in your gut or in your body, if you're feeling a trembling, I just want to invite you to stand. Lord, in the name of Jesus, for every person that's standing, release your spirit. Release your spirit. Release your spirit. Release your spirit, God. Release your spirit. Release your spirit. On this one, you will look. On him who is poor and contrite and who trembles at your word. God, confirm your word. Confirm your word. Confirm your word. Confirm your word, Abba. Release your spirit. Confirm your word, Abba. Even Ezekiel 8, God. You will look upon this one who is contrite. You will look upon him, God, who is poor in spirit. The one who trembles. Look upon these, Abba, I'm asking. Look upon them, Abba. Stretch out your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Come, Holy Spirit, come even more. Even more, even more. Even more. Even more. Even more, Abba. Upon these, set your gaze, Jesus. Set your gaze.
Isaiah 66, this one will the Lord look upon, the one who is contrite and poor in spirit, who trembles at his word. Jesus, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Just love on the Lord for a moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Lord, we receive, we receive it. We receive it. We receive Ezekiel 8, God. We receive Revelation 4, Isaiah 66. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it. We receive it, Lord. 